0: Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Here's the Deal. I'm glad you're joining me if you're watching on Facebook. Maybe you're listening on the podcast. Uh, either way, I'm just super thankful you're, you're taking some time to, uh, to listen or watch or whatever. Make sure if you are watching this on the broadcast, hit share, get it out there to your friends. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, Make sure that you leave a, a rating, okay? A five-star rating, if you will. Leave a rating and a comment, and believe it or not, that that helps get the, the word out, okay? Uh, super, super thankful for all of you. You might notice if you're watching on the broadcast that I, I got a different background, and that, that's now my kitchen. I usually do this in my living room, but if you're watching this, you're seeing my kitchen, and the reason why I'm doing it that way is because for the next, I don't know, six, eight weeks, I'm going to have a guest on like I did last week. And I just didn't like, we're too jammed up or whatever. So this is going to give me a, a, a little bit more room. So um, here's, uh, here, here, here's my topic, I think, over the next six weeks. And I'm getting some... You know, people that are experts in the church, you know, like pastors or ministry leaders in our city or county. And I'm, I'm just asking some questions, and I don't know what their answer is going to be. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm asking, hey, what are some of the issues that the church is facing? Well, you know, when you, when you think about um, a bunch of called-out believers, a bunch of followers of Jesus... You know, what are the main big things that, that we face? And um, so I'm kicking it off with a really good friend of mine. It's uh, uh, Pastor James Frost, and uh, just a great guy. I've known him ever since he came into to, to town. And so James, come on over and grab a seat. James, why don't you uh, maybe just start by, I don't know, telling the folks a little bit about your, yourself. Well, first I've always wanted to go. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to be able to do that. I got to have a training a training class on that. Yeah. Uh but uh I uh came from
1: Los Angeles. Uh I was uh I worked there. I had a career before I became a pastor. I um, was a LA County Deputy Sheriff for 31 years down in LA. And uh the last 3 years uh that I worked there, I uh I went to seminary, and uh, but I'd always been teaching Bible mm-hmm. studies, Sunday school, that type of thing. My wife and I uh, are in, uh, have been in ministry together, and uh, so the Lord just confirmed that that's the direction, the next step in my life. And so uh, after uh, I got out of seminary, we started putting out the resumes, and we ended up in this little town called Salida.
0: Ah. But tell what what's the tell them about the the church.
1: Uh, it's a little congregation in Salida, right there on Broadway. Uh, it always made me laugh when my first pastorate. We aren't on the narrow way, but we're on on the uh, on the Broadway, <laughs> and so. Uh,
0: um, That's okay. Yeah, just okay. keep going. We're good.
1: So uh, yeah, so that that always
0: used to make me laugh a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're they can see. Okay, they they can see. Okay. So. Uh, we're, we're having some uh, little bit of difficulties on, on our end. And so I can fix this. So you'll see my big thumb coming up at you. <laughs> uh, so one of the things, listen, if you live in the Salida area, okay, or not, you could be anywhere. You could be anywhere in the county. I want you to know something. You ever get a chance, if you're looking for a good church, uh, you need to go and check it out. Uh, what time do you guys meet? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Hey, I'm telling you. It is a great church with a great group of people. I know a number of the people that are members there. My own mother-in-law is a member there. This is a solid, solid church that preaches the gospel. And so if you're looking for a church... Man, I recommend uh, you know checking it checking it out. And we even let you preach there one time. I, I, I even preached there one time, <laughs> uh, and uh, which you know we're still <laughs> friends. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Trust me. So um, here's the thing: I, I, I just I, I don't want these you know programs to be too long. But literally for the last 15 minutes or so, just sitting in my living room. We've just had this really great discussion about marriage and um, divorce and, and remarriage and how does it all work itself out in God's word and what does God have to say about divorce and remarriage and and probably we could do a whole program just on that because that is something that the church is facing is the number of christ followers believers who are divorcing in fact you can read some statistics that say that you know christian people are divorcing at the same rate maybe even higher in some statistics that i've looked at than those that don't even know jesus and 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 that's and that's really tragic uh, as to why that's happening but Maybe that's for another program. So uh, I asked a pastor to come and share, you know, some things from his vantage point about what the church is facing. So why don't you share? What's something that you see going on?
1: Well, Rick, here's the deal.
0: Uh I like that. that? Yeah, I like
1: that. When when Rick asked me uh, what would be uh, something that my heart, is seeing within the churches. I first want to make a distinction between churches and the church. Uh-huh. Because there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. And, uh, but what I see uh, that is a chronic issue, and it, and it can even go into the topic that you and I were discussing before this podcast began, is, is a lot of churches are having, have such a low view of Scripture. Uh-huh. Oh. And when when you have a low view of Scripture, that, that opens up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a, a, a low view on marriage. Mm-hmm. You have a low view on sin. Mm-hmm. You have a low view on uh, how one comes to faith. Mm-hmm. Um, we at, at our church, when I first got there, I said, when I teach... I'm teaching straight from the Word of God, mm-hmm. and we we systematically go uh, through Scripture, and and that goes for my Bible studies as well as preaching on Sunday, and so everything that I preach is coming from the Word and a high view of Scripture. There's a lot of people that would say, "Well, you know, that was written by a bunch of a bunch of men," mm-hmm. you know, but Scripture shows us, and Scripture itself teaches us over three thousand mm-hmm. times in Scripture. It it shows us the validity mm-hmm. of Scripture that it's God's word that it's God's uh, in, that it's inspired by mm-hmm. God that it's mm-hmm. God breathed yeah. and, and so because of that um, it, it it really it it really breaks my heart when I see churches
0: um, don't have that anchor yeah. of the soul yeah and you know and we I didn't know had no idea what <laughs> he was going to say um, but. There are people out there just just maybe so you you get a greater handle on this when he says that there are churches out there that have a low view of scripture, they may have a Bible on their you know platform the preacher may even read from the Bible, but they don't believe that this is the inerrant Word and of God. Yeah. Uh, some of it's good, and man, there's some good stuff in there. God I mean, is love. God is love. Everybody loves yeah. that one. Yeah. Or don't commit murder. <laughs> eh? We all agree on or that one, judge right? Judge not lest you should be judged. Now, that's the favorite <laughs> one of most. And so it's not that they discount the Bible or throw the Bible out or whatever. Uh, some might do that. But it's just that they have a low view of it. It's, it's, it's just one of many great. Books. Um, Jesus was, you know, one of many great philosophers. speakers, philosophers, but there are others. And so, when you go to say James's church, the Bible it is, doesn't take a, a secondary role in the church. It is primary. Everything that he does in his church, all the songs that they sing, are rooted in the scriptures. Their prayers are rooted in the scriptures. In their Sunday school classes, they're gonna teach the scriptures. He's gonna teach the scriptures in the preaching moment. And that's the difference between a low view of the scriptures and a high view of the scriptures. And pastor, I want you to know, that's gotta be top one or two. Of the problems that we face here in America is churches moving away from this incredible thing we call the, the Word of God. We
1: we are a uh, congregational church, and so we are like um, established churches such as Methodists, mm-hmm. Presbyterians, Brethren, Baptists, um, and, and the like. and And so uh, you get the whole you the whole gambit. You have, we, we were, I guess, this church before I got here 25, 30 years ago, they were involved in the most, it wasn't liberal at the time, but it, uh, and liberal as far as their view on scripture. Mm-hmm. And so they moved out of that. Um, since I've gotten here, we've noticed as a congregation that that association has gotten liberal in their view of scripture. Mm-hmm. They don't deem sin to be sin. They believe such things as all roads lead to God. Hmm. you know. And, and we know Scripture clearly teaches that Jesus says, I am not one of the ways, not one of the truths, not one of the lives, but the way, the truth, and the life. And no
0: one can come to the Father but through him. How, do, how does... Could there come a moment when the... I don't know, the... Head of the denomination goes, hey, hey, what are you guys doing? You guys are you guys really believe that Bible stuff. Well, I'll tell you what happened. There was such a
1: moment. And so we as a congregation voted to remove ourselves and become an independent body. So that's what we oh. are. That's our because we saw, because we had to oh. give, we had to give when you're in a denomination yeah. like that, you have to give to the association, right. and we, as a body of believers, says, "How can we, in good faith, yeah. give God's money yeah. to an organization that believes the way it believes?" Yeah. And so we have we have removed ourselves, and that's that happened within this last year,
0: really. And, and so, so, so were you guys like the the uh we we changed the the name no. or is the name going to stay the same but just that it's not a part of the congregational association, association?
1: yeah and, and see that's the one thing that is different than like the presbyterians um, we were already an independent body i got it under a loose umbrella right. of this association. Right. So we just thought it wasn't a good use of God's money yeah. to be contributing to
0: uh, an agenda that is not backed up by God's right. word. You, you know, I'm going to tell you something. When, when James came to town, it was a long time ago. I remember we had uh, lunch at Sizzler.
1: Only five years ago. Yes, it was, we were eating
0: lunch at <laughs> Sizzler. I'm going to tell you, God has used him uh, to literally change that church literally and the one thing that God used was his word yeah. that was the difference was a man came in and began to preach the word he had a high view of scripture and literally the church has been transformed and so He knows what he's talking about as it relates to having a high view of the scriptures. Do you have a, um, is there a one passage in the scriptures that stick out to you as you would say, look, if, if, you know, this is the verse that I look at or one of them that I look at that tell us why the scriptures are to be central in all that we do. Well, the the verse that I mentioned
1: earlier where um, Paul said that's all Scripture. All Scripture. All Scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, from Genesis 1 to the end of Revelation, Mm -hmm. all Scripture is God-breathed, is God-inspired. And it wasn't, I have a verse here, um, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. That's yes, right. And, and, and so that is something that we can uh, place our trust, we can place our faith in. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, God's word never changes. Yeah. There's no shifting shadows in who Christ is. Yeah. And and so uh, the culture changes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the issue because of the low view of scripture. These churches have have melded into the culture, has bent uh, to the culture instead of standing firm on God's Word. Yeah. And, and, and when you stand on God's Word, uh, I, I teach this to my people all the time, those who desire to live righteous will suffer persecution. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to suffer persecution if you're, if you're melding with the, with yeah. the culture, yeah. when you, if you're not following God's Word. To, you know, Christ says, they hated me, So they're going to hate hate you. you. They're going to hate you. 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 And and so we're not greater than our master Mm -hmm. because we're his servant and we're his follower. And so if we are uh, following after God, following after Christ, uh, following after his word, um, we will... You know, I, I have some people who were, were timid in the beginning and were like, Oh, I'll just live a godly life and everything will be fine. I go, that's that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good start. But eventually they're gonna come to you and say, Why do you live the way you live? Yeah, yeah. And at that point you need to open your mouth,
0: mouth and say something
1: and, and say it's because of Jesus. Yeah. Just as simple as that. Yeah. It's just because of Jesus. And then I had somebody do that. Hey, how come you're smiling all the time in my old work? And, and I said that. I said,
0: it's just because of Jesus. And he's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And, and, uh... Which, well, hey, I think that what you just heard right there is that it's kind of separate. But one of the things that I, I hope one of these pastors will bring up along the way, things that we face, is that they're... the. It seems like too many believers, too many people in churches are just too timid. And the world, you know, those that don't know the Lord, they're vocal about their lives, they're vocal about the sin they're involved in, they're vocal about what they did on Friday and Saturday nights, you know. They're vocal about their unrighteousness. And it seems like too many believers are too timid. We never speak out, we never say anything. And around the water cooler, you know, there's everybody talking about what they did on Friday night, getting drunk, going to parties, whatever it is. And believers need to speak up and go, well, while you were doing that, I want you to know something. And I went to church on Sunday morning and wow, it was really great to worship the Lord. It's, it's or,
1: not a private faith.
0: It's, it's that's not right. private faith. And, and what pastor said is, is, is excellent in, that, in this. All you have to be able to do is say, man, I just enjoy my relationship with Jesus. You don't have to be. You don't have to know all the verses. You don't have to be able to lay things out. You're not a preacher like the two of us. Oh, it's as simple as saying, "Man, Jesus has made a difference in my life." That's it. That is it. And and now it needs to be more. You need to grow in that. Well, but, but hopefully that spurs another conversation. conversation. Yes. Like like someone says, "Well, what do you mean, Jesus is it?" Which is why you got to go to church and learn and study and all that, so that you can answer people's questions. Well, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the deal. Is twenty minutes went by went by super quick, and I got the feeling I'm gonna have to have James back again. Him and I uh, are gonna just fellowship afterwards and hang out here at my place afterwards for a no, while. my my church uh, board. I'm working hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll, we're we're gonna be hanging out praying together. That's what we're gonna do. So everybody knows that. Hey, listen uh, again. Thank you for watching. And make sure you hit share and just get it out there to your friends, okay? If you're listening to the podcast, I'm grateful. Make sure you leave a rating and you leave a comment because that all gets, you know, somehow figured into their algorithms and it gets the, the podcast out there. And I will see you next week, Lord willing, okay? Blessings, everybody. God bless.